Finding a service solution that helps you keep customers happy can feel impossible. Just like trying to remember the name of that guy you literally just met at a networking event. HubSpot's all-new Service Hub can help, with the service solution part at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform, with an AI-powered help desk and chatbot to handle your frontline tickets, so you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Tuesday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm Jacob Cohen here with Rob Litterst, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're going to be talking about some new data, shedding some light on the impact housing costs have on relationships. And after that, we'll be talking through what potentially looks like tough 2023 coming up for Adidas. But first, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crack a leg. All right, first things first. Do you remember Barney? Of course I remember Barney. How could I forget Barney? <laughs> How could you forget Barney? Well, Barney's coming back. Mattel is relaunching the Purple Dinosaur franchise across TV, film, YouTube, and merchandise. I was doing some digging, and it turns out Back in 1998, the Barney brand made $750 million in licensed retail sales. In 1999, it made $550 million, and I think it kind of went down from there. All right, moving on. GeoComply, which is a company that verifies the locations of sports bet transactions to ensure they're made legally, said it processed $100 million sports bets over Super Bowl weekend, up 25% year over year. And one sports betting platform, FanDuel, said it processed 50,000 Super Bowl bets per second at its peak on Sunday. Also along the Super Bowl lines, the Dawn Project, which advocates for tech safety, ran a $600,000 Super Bowl ad showing a Tesla running over a child's dummy and a stroller claiming Tesla's self-driving mode is endangering the public. Also along those lines, Zooks, the Amazon-owned autonomous vehicle company, began testing its driverless, pedalless, steering wheelless shuttle with its own employees on a public route in California. Moving along, TikTok's American user growth declined slightly in 2022, though it's still growing globally. In December, it had around 111 million monthly users in the U.S., which was around 3.5% lower than the number in January of 2022. Now, last month, TikTok had 1.7 billion users, 18 and up globally, which was up 9% from the same month a year earlier. And now, according to the information, the company is reportedly looking to add paywalled videos and focus more on older audiences with more polished content to kind of continue growing these numbers. Interesting. Paywall TikToks is not something that I saw coming. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's an interesting move that a lot of these platforms are starting to try out. But I do worry for TikTok. The more they do things like this, the more they're going to lose their magic. Right. Totally. And lastly, shares of Palantir, a software company known for its work with the government, popped and extended trading yesterday after the company reported its first profitable quarter. The company said its U.S. commercial customer count increased 79% year-over-year, growing from 80 to 143 customers. All right, JC, so we've talked about housing before, 
And as we've discussed, I think we're both kind of at different points of the housing market spectrum in our (laughs) different kind of areas in our lives. Unsurprisingly, housing is going to be one of the biggest costs in your life. Mm -hmm. So there's no surprise that an expense of that gravity can have some impact on your relationships. And apparently there's a survey that kind of unpacked this a little bit. So tell me a little bit more about this survey from Realtor.com that dove into housing costs impact on relationship decisions. Yeah, this survey was kind of interesting. Among baby boomers, they found 44% of respondents said money and logistics are factors in moving in with a romantic partner. And in comparison, 80% of Gen Z respondents said the same. Wow. So Gen Z, a lot more keen to move in with a romantic partner to save some money, which makes sense. But interestingly, Gen Z respondents were also more likely to sign a pre-move-in contract with their partner detailing what would happen in the event of a breakup with 54% of the group admitting to doing so. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's almost like a housing prenup. Yes, it's a housing prenup. That's amazing. (laughs) Yes. And across all segments, 70% of respondents said moving in with a partner saved them money, which makes sense. 27% said it saved them up to $500. 20% said it saved them up to $1,000. And 13% said it saved them $1,000 to $2,000. Now, unsurprisingly, I think, the survey also found 42% of respondents who had moved in with their romantic partners say they regretted the move. Wow. <laughs> I think that's extremely understandable, unsurprising. 17% say that they regret the move because they broke up right after moving in together. Yeah, it is interesting. You can't really hide your skeletons when the person that you're with is staying in the same place no. and using the same closet. So no, you can't. Uh, yeah, it's pretty tough. <laughs> All right. So switching gears completely, JC, let's talk about Adidas. I think a lot of people understand that they've been in the news lately because of Kanye West, who said some pretty crazy things. And I think the big kind of takeaway here is obviously the issues with Kanye are going to have a big negative impact on Adidas business, but they have some bigger issues going on. And I know Mark unpacked it in the newsletter, but can you tell me a little bit about what's going on at Adidas besides the Kanye drama? Yeah. So just for some context, yeah. after severing ties with Ye last year, we're talking about the number two sports apparel brand in the world. They're now saying they have something like $750 million worth of Yeezy shoe and clothing inventory on hand that it may never sell. Jeez. According to Business Insider, Adidas anticipates a drop in sales in the high single digits compared to last year. A total that could be as high as $2 billion because of all this. You know, Ye's Yeezys retailed at, I think, at least like $200. They're among the hottest shoes in the world. Totally. They earned Adidas more than a billion dollars annually in some recent years. But part of this is a bigger challenge it's having with a strategy it's kind of put in place over the last few years that's really centered around partnerships with really big artists, creators. Right. Bad Bunny, Pharrell Williams, Beyonce. Specifically, it turns out, The Wall Street Journal came across some interesting documents that shed light on challenges they're having with their clothing partnership with Beyonce. Get these numbers. 2021 revenue in this partnership with Beyonce and this Ivy Park clothing brand was around $93 million. 2022, revenue dropped to around $40 million. Interesting. Not what you like to see. And in 2023, revenue is projected to be $65 million, which is an improvement, but they were originally targeting 
sales this year, $335 million for this brand. That's crazy. Like you talked about how these issues for Adidas are related to this wider strategy, right? Which I mean, Kanye is part of, right? It's this idea of partnering with these artists on their own lines, like Adidas and Nike have been doing with athletes forever, right? But kind of Mm -hmm. moving in the direction of general entertainers. But there's not really too much of a precedent for entertainers having super, super successful clothing lines. So what's interesting to me is like last year, Ivy Park had a pretty weak year, right? Like compared to 2021, I think Mm -hmm. maybe part of that is the fact that by some counts, we went into a recession last year, the market was down, people's discretionary Mm -hmm. spending was probably down. But Beyonce dropped this studio album last year, Renaissance, that did great. It was a huge, really highly talked about album. And she's always been one of those people that's really, really good at marketing. Like she's really good at kind of like cross branding and figuring out how to tie her products into other launches and stuff like that. And her husband is incredible at it as well. It's really surprising to me that Ivy Park had such a tough year in 2022. And it's not even that it did terribly, like it still ended up making tens of millions of dollars. It's just not living up to the hype that they kind of just expect with her name. And I think a lot of people, it's going to make people think, just how do you really measure how these creator-led brands will do? How do you anticipate how they'll do? Totally. So if the future of shoes isn't tied to other celebrities and other creators, what is the future of the shoe industry, JC? That is a big question. It is a big question. I think you will see increasingly more and more of these partnerships with individuals and creators for sure. But I think you're also going to see just more of these kind of niche sneaker brands that pop up that just end up turning into absolute behemoths after becoming cult brands, things like Hoka, things like On. I mean, Hoka last year reported a year over year sales increase of 90% on reported 50% year over year sales increase. So these companies are doing really well. And they started as completely niche brands that you'd see on someone's feet and be like, what is that weird shoe? What's going on there? Right. All right. Bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Dan Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Have a terrific Tuesday. Catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne, Elliot as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.